Good day, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Applied Innovation Exchange podcast, brought to you by Capgemini's Applied Innovation Exchange. Today, we're looking at how emerging trends in artificial intelligence are reshaping the retail value chain. I have with me Ganesh uh, Subramanian, who is the founder and CEO of Stylumia, who I met in the context of our discussions with one of our customers, actually, in the AIE. Stylumia is a startup with a platform where artificial intelligence meets fashion, and it provides real-time analytics for fashion forecasting. I also have with me Partha Case, subject matter expert from our retail sector hub in Capgemini. I am Nishit Srivastava, Chief Technology and Innovation Officer for Capgemini India. I welcome you all to the podcast. Now, artificial intelligence, as we all know, offers one of the most significant opportunities in the retail space. Retailers from across the world are investing in this advanced technology to improve customer experience and therefore their operational efficiency and productivity. Global annual spending, I'm told, on artificial intelligence by retailers will top $7.5 billion by 2022. But paradoxically, we also find that only a percent, 1% of AI initiatives reach full-scale. And that's something which confounds all of us. Uh, Ganesh, on that note, could you give us some insight into the current state of the adoption in artificial intelligence in the retail industry, starting with a quick overview of Stylumia? Yeah, uh, first of all, uh, I'm extremely delighted to be here on this podcast and thanks for the opportunity, Nishit and Partha. For just to give you an overview of you know where we are in the fashion industry globally, fashion industry globally is around $3 trillion. And uh, another very interesting fact about the industry is we, we are very responsible for the overall uh, climate change and carbon footprint. We are the number two carbon footprint uh, industry in the world just next to oil. If I had to give you a very simple statistics, in 2018, globally we made 150 billion garments and out of which a staggering 50 billion garments never sold and 50 billion of them sold at discount that really brings us to a key challenge in this very very big industry is that most of what we make in the fashion industry does not sell what does mean is we have an oversupply problem and that oversupply problem is compounded by the complexity of the supply chain, which is very long and variability of demand. What Stylumia is up to is to bring order to this unpredictable world of fashion using cutting edge AI. From an adoption perspective, you know, I can just share what's happening in the fashion world and our experience in particular. Uh, we started three and a half years back and when we got to the market from pilot to uh, full-scale implementation, we see an adoption ratio of anywhere between 30 to 50%. And I'm sure, Nishit, that you have a large overview across industries, and I'm sure your numbers reflect the reality of the overall ecosystem. Uh, thanks, Ganesh. Partha, would you be able to give us your insights into the current state of uh, affairs with the AI and uh, in the retail sector? I agree with uh, Ganesh. We, we have done our own research um, in, in terms of AI adoption in retail. And uh, what we find is, uh, there is, if I look at the number of use cases that are getting implemented or piloted um, in artificial intelligence in the retail space, 75% of those use cases are mainly to enhance the customer-facing operations 
um, of a retail uh, chain. And um, what that essentially means is these uh, are essentially to transform the customer experience by handling the first level conversations that the customers are trying to have um, online with the brand, uh, trying to find out products um, by doing search or image-based search, voice-based search, um, trying uh, for for to having personalized conversations with the brand. And there are many such examples of retailers like Osha and uh, high-end fashion brands like Louis Vuitton um, who are experimenting widely with uh, AI and having Facebook bots and Messenger bots who are trying to um, engage with uh, customers in a more personalized uh, kind of manner. These kind of use cases are primarily being piloted by the brands to increase the conversion rates, uh, improve the metrics in terms of source to sale. So these are essentially the, the key metrics uh, that we find in terms of adoption of AI, primarily 75% as I said um, on the customer facing side and remaining 25 on the operations and the supply chain side. That's very interesting. Uh, we're seeing that while most retailers are focusing their uh, artificial intelligence efforts on sales and marketing, there is a significant opportunity to unleash uh, AI use cases across the value chain, mainly in operations and product development. Is that your assessment too, Ganesh? Yeah, uh, Nishit, I think uh, we f- fully appreciate uh, this uh, viewpoint and uh, particularly professionals, uh, we have worked in the fashion industry in the entire supply chain and I've been exposed to tech starting Stylumia, we see a huge opportunity in retail. And in our essence, uh, retail is all about consumer on one side and product on the other side. While a lot has happened on the consumer side, what we saw lacking was, you know, how do we ensure that these products are aligned to what the customer wants? And that's becoming so challenging in fashion when the market is so dynamic. For we see three clear opportunity areas. I would like to, you know, state them. One is, we clearly see a need of solving design intelligence, which is the what questions we'd call it. What kind of products should I be making for my customers, let's say, X months from now? That's the first one. And second one is, after uh, you, you're done with what, equally important problem is how much. And we keep telling our clients that, you know, there is no bad product if you made the right quantities. What does that mean? is quantity is as important as the quality of design, which is the demand forecasting side of the business. Now, how do we bring intelligence in the demand forecasting? Can we predict demand of an unseen product and that to something that which is yet to be launched for which there is no history? And that's a myth that we are solving at Stylumia. And the last one is, how can we do intelligent distribution of what we have already made? For we are talking about going from end to end of design intelligence, uh, followed by demand forecasting and intelligent distribution. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, Partha, would you want to add to what Ganesh just mentioned? Yeah, so I, I just wanted to bring in a perspective, a non-fashion perspective to this. And uh, what we are also seeing as, a, as an organization, we are starting to work with the leading retail brands, mainly on the supply chain side and using AI to solve a variety of problems. For example, we are currently working with a very large uh, Asia-Pacific uh, uh, supermarket retailer, actually improving their entire assortment optimization uh, issue. So we are trying, we are trying to use a combination of machine learning um, and big data to actually help the merchandisers make better decisions in terms of what kind of products should go on their shelves, how much, and also giving them tools and platforms so that they can run a variety of what-if simulations in terms of simulating if, if if a particular facing up reduces by X amount, 
what does how does that impact the net increment or uh, decrease in bottom line or profitability so that is a kind of questions we are trying to solve uh, for global retailers now so I, I, that is a large opportunity we are also seeing uh, as far as capgemini is concerned fascinating um ganesh i have to admit you know it was fantastic reading your blog about phone shots i don't know where you get that the term is phenomenal i just love it how do you see um, innovation initiatives being successful in organizations yeah it's a very very pertinent and relevant question it's not all about innovation it's about how do i apply and that's what all the top management the leadership is all concerned about and when we hit our clients and the leadership is uh, definitely bought into the idea and their only concern is how do we implement and i'm going to share with you you know uh, uh, three things of you know how we were able to execute it was not a very very easy path and my inspiration came from reading this book called loon shots and and what does it mean for fashion and that's how the phone shots came which is about how us navy you know won over second world war uh, by using this methodology and it's very very relevant today and uh, what i mean by those three steps are what's very important execution is you are going to go with innovation which uh, we are calling the artist side of the business and uh, there is already a running business which is the execution arm of this business how is one going to balance between artist and the soldiers now it's very important that one uh, every organization wherever we went uh, that if you have an innovation arm and the execution arm separately it really helps now that poses one more challenge the second thing is somebody has to orchestrate the soldiers and the artist now that's something that very very relevant and in one of our client implementations what the leadership said is let's choose a micro space which is wanting to innovate wanting to step ahead of the game and uh, you know we chose one division in that business and there was there was an orchestrated who was balancing between execution and the artist and the third thing is when you have done the orchestration there has to be a constant feedback between the artist which is the innovation arm and the implementation arm which is the execution because the execution arm is focused on efficiency and they are not going to be happy with semi baked products for so the leadership has to ensure that the innovation and the execution work very closely with constant feedback so that the adoption is progressive and complete and in this client uh, use case that we are talking about we implemented this in one of their brands and we proven a success story now where for example some of the metrics that we have impacted that the prediction accuracy has improved by 20 to 30% now with that improvement and the case study on the ground now we are going across the entire organization and that too in stages to say how do we implement this across other brands in the organization just to sum up uh, you know three things segregate innovation and execution separately have an orchestrated who could oversee both of them and also ensure that there is a constant feedback between these two arms in the business and we have seen this as a good uh, you know case study to adopt across other client uh, sites and i would like to bring in a fourth perspective when uh, uh, the my perspective on this uh, additionally to what you also said is from a top management perspective one of the significant thing that needs to be taken into consideration is empathy right in terms of the innovation that you are trying to do it is for whom right it's for the end consumers and then customers and i i bring this point up in, in the context of what satya nadella said the famous in his book it refresh he said that um, ideas excite me but uh, empathy grounds me 
which means that unless and until what you're doing uh, and all of this orchestration between the foot soldiers and the innovators all has to come into life with an with an end goal into mind which is building a product and a solution uh, keeping the customer in mind and having empathy for its for his or her problems so uh, unless and until that is done innovation will never be successful that's my perspective on this yeah thanks martha um and as we all know right uh, with the new wave of deep learning techniques artificial intelligence has the potential to mimic the reasoning and creative capabilities of the human mind how will this evolution bring about a shift in the retail industry are you working on platforms which uh, will help designers do the job better uh, ganesh yeah absolutely uh, you know i would like to touch upon you know let's get to the ground uh, you know in a fashion industry all creation starts with uh, designers uh you know and designers look for inspiration and the key question i want to place on the table three key things that any fashion brand or retailer looking at today globally is what's the next big thing how do i spot it there's so much happening there's so many ideas what should i not miss and what should i pick that's the number one and number two is i've got lots of ideas on the table how do i validate you know will this work or not you know it's always a challenging question it's today done through a lot of uh, verification through the channel partners intuitive ways of decision making with experts a bit of data but the question is is there a better way to do it and the third one is are there missed opportunities is there so many things happening you know we may not be doing everything but how can we learn from what's happening around us three big questions and i want to give you a case study of you know one of our brand partners best seller group a very well known in europe for uh, their uh, fashion uh, uh, products uh, across multiple brands in the portfolio we worked with them and i'll, I'll just give you a very simple case study where they spotted uh, this trend called snake print from the stylomia platform now snake print is it's uh, t-shirts and women's tops coming with print of snakes now the concern was that you know they saw the trend but they were not sure whether my consumers will like snake on their t-shirt now with so much of data here that uh, the designers got convinced but the business team said that i'm not sure whether this will sell in my country they went ahead and made snake prints and you won't believe that uh, these products sold 60% faster than the rest of the products made in the same time and that gives us so much more conviction not only us right and all our customers but what you're basically saying is using internet data at internet scale using deep learning techniques if you can forecast trends and data based inspirations are definitely giving us a significant mileage over what we do today using our client uh, you know platform and hopefully it's giving us more and more confidence have we solving it 100% no but the question is we are able to give a significant mileage over the current baseline yeah ganesh and if you look at the fashion industry i i i can in my mind i can segment it into two kinds of companies one who are trend setters and other who are trend followers or the fast fashion right so my my, uh, my understanding and my the research that we did co- coupled with my readings uh, lends tends me to believe that mm, that ai can significantly help designers from a fast fashion perspective uh, spotting the trend that someone has started and creating fashions based on that trend so but to to be able to set the trend itself by looking at uh, inspirations across nature across architectures uh, things like for example if if you look now neon is a big trend right and that's that's been started by Uh, let's say the design building design houses like the Versace's and the Gucci's of the world 
and based on that the fast fashion is picking it up but to create a create a fa- fabric and to create colors uh, designs based on neon itself and why neon that because it was something as a retro hit many years back uh, so there are other inspirations like architecture as an inspiration um, you know, nature as an inspiration so there are many other inspiration sources so that lends tends to me to believe that can it create can ai create new fashion trends probably it is not yet mature yet but can it follow the trends and create design patterns based on their trends absolutely i think that the technology is there as you said rightly said yeah partha just to only maybe i know interject here and just give one different point of view is that we now work with uh, brands which are in fast fashion we are working with brands in the super premium space we also work with luxury now the question is how do you use all of this insights what we are saying is we are not replacing the creativity we are going to give lot of raw material for people to mold this creativity and the, the, the what we mold is completely unique it's not that people are just copying it's about you know people say you know everything is a remix now uh, you know it's a we are giving enough raw material curated with data for them to remix in a way which stands out very unique even for premium and luxury brands thank you for that ganesh uh, let's uh, switch gears now and uh, talk about data in general how do people view artificial intelligence and data in taking decisions yeah i think this word data you know whenever we take uh, data in our implementation and talk to creative people it really puts people off you know that's our experience and what we realized is that uh, you know we sometimes think that creative people are uh, not so data centric but i would like to just give you a key insight the key insight is what is data if you ask the question data is nothing but consumer's point of view and the moment we say that we bring lot of consumer point of view creative people are with us and uh, you know that's a fundamental shift in all our pitch and discussions and pilots we used to use data you know we bring data inside data based insights etc the moment is shifted to consumer insights and people are sitting there listening in fact you know our uh, in terms of persona that we work with we work with fashion brands and within that designers buyers and merchandisers today the most tickiest with us it's uh, it's it's all the creative people they really want to use database platform uh, which give them consumer insight so that they make designs which their consumers like because the dream of every designer is they want to see more and more people on the streets wearing their own brands and that's something that really happening yes it takes a while it's very important that how are we also engaging with our client partners the personas and talking in a way that it relates to their job and that's our learning nishit uh, just want to place on record there so ganesh to to add on to that when we are working with uh, so i'll bring in uh, a different dimension uh, here in terms of the the work that we are doing with one of with one of our largest uh, consumer good companies and in terms of data what we are helping them do is uh, tap into the entire social media space the 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 influencers um, across youtubes and um, the facebooks and the instagrams of the world and try to try to help them with multitude answering them uh, mul- multiple questions so essentially uh, is is this a good product to launch in this market once the product is launched with initial campaigns what is how are consumers feeling about it um, are they are, how do they react to certain marketing messages right are there problems um, in the products quality that made like might hamper the the brand's reputation so there is an entire social media command center that we run with one of the largest consumer good companies 
and they they view this data and insights as something essential and core to their business we are working directly with brand managers yeah, to help them answer this kind of questions yeah absolutely and maybe if you want to add two more bits and it makes their life simple because the research time gets cut down significantly because when you have validated data you can do you know your research much faster and uh, move on with actions now that we uh, we know that there's a huge opportunity in using artificial intelligence to deliver business benefits we do need a strategic commitment for uh, for any artificial intelligence project to succeed and data is fundamental to that uh, and therefore the second area to work on is to have a data governance support for the project uh, thirdly i think it's uh, very important to experiment and then scale choosing a micro segment of your business uh, for that would well be a great uh, strategy celebrate those small wins and with that ganesh and partha this was a fascinating discussion thank you so much for your insights and for speaking with us and listeners if you enjoyed this episode and would like to listen to more innovation stories please subscribe to our podcast series on any of your favorite apps like itunes or soundcloud or if you wish to connect uh, with the speakers please see their connects in the description box this is and was the applied innovation exchange podcast uh, brought to you by capgemini's applied innovation exchange uh, thank you so much for your time and attention